1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. You do indeed, and we're glad to have you here. Uh, at this hour, a man who has defied great odds with only a 10th grade education and having to overcome a gambling addiction, Shelly Butch Anthony is the owner of the famous This Is It Southern Kitchen and Barbecue Empire, a staple of Southern cuisine and one of Atlanta's emerging Restaurant chains now celebrating 40 years of award-winning entrepreneurship. There is a new documentary set to premiere about the Anthony family's inspiring journey to restaurant business success. And I am pleased to welcome Shelly, Butch Anthony, to this program. Butch, how are you, sir? Good, good, Travis. Thank you for having me today. It's good to have you on. Thank you for the time. Glad we got a few minutes to talk about this. Um, let me just start with a big question. What do you make of from whence you have come, um, starting with Precious Little, uh, having to overcome a gambling addiction to all the success now of this family enterprise, uh, 40 years in the making? Well, you know, I, I, I give all the credit to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He has brought us from zero to where we are today. He's the only somebody that I know that can do that. Mm-hmm. I am mad at you for that. Um, let, let, me, let, me, let me ask uh, about the backstory. Uh, how did this uh, family enterprise come to be? We'll, talk, we'll, we'll discuss the documentary later, but how did this family enterprise come to be? Well, you know, my father, I grew up in the restaurant business. My, my mother and father started a restaurant in Tampa, Florida in 1951. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in it, and, you know, we were the only place really that blacks had to go in Tampa to, you know, eat, uh, socialize, or whatever during that time. So everything revolved around Anthony's Drive-In in Tampa, Florida, where I grew up and started you know, you know, learning about the restaurant business, working for my father, and, you know, as things progressed, you know, I ended up being a teen father, you know, at 15 years old, not understanding anything about life or how I was going to proceed and how I was going to take care of family. But, you know, it started right there on Main Street in West Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I understand your story, um, two things that jump out at me. One, um, you really didn't want to go into the family business initially. And secondly, uh, notwithstanding that, your father, if I got the story correct, gave you $1,000, his last $1,000, and told you to go out and make your family proud. Are both of those things true? Yes, it was somewhere between 800 and $1,000. You know, I just... You know, I, I remember my father didn't want me to go. I had started working at an optical firm in Tampa, you know, you know, during that time and, and wanted to, to kind of leave my father and find a, a job and show him that I could get a job. As a teenager growing up, you know, you kind of want to do your own thing. But, you know, I, I, I continued down that path and, making eyeglasses back in the day when a black man wasn't even supposed to be able to work in a lab. Mm -hmm. But God worked it out for me to be able to be there and gifted me to be able to help make, make people see that had cataract operations. Mm -hmm. And from there, they wanted to, a lab to be open in Atlanta and sent me to Atlanta, Georgia, to see if I would move. So I decided to move, and then when I started having a conversation with my father and, and my mother, and, you know, just letting them know what I, my plans were, and, you know, you know, Daddy told me, said, well, son, you just, 
I'm going to give you my last. You know, I just want you to go and make the family proud. Mm. And and what did you decide to do with that money initially? Initially, I invested it in the company that I was working for. Mm-hmm. You you know, and, and, and after we moved to, to Georgia and got the lab up and going and you know, that was like 70, 71, somewhere around there. Got the lab up and going. You know, we got it up to, you know, a respectable, somewhere around eight, 900 jobs a day. And it was just doing well, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was about, I guess, four or five years later, I wanted to go back to my roots. And I wanted to open up a restaurant. So, you know, you know, I opened up a little barbecue store in Decatur, Georgia, called Butcher's Slide-In Barbecue. <laughs> and, and that's where, you know, it all started for me. It's right there on Caller Road in Glenwood in Decatur, Georgia. Yep. What, and what, I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Butch, I'm sorry. No, I worked that business and worked that business, and, you know, it. they gave me an ultimatum one day on my job. You know, you know either you sell your business, terminate your job, but you can't have both. Mm. You know, and back in the day, you know, that was very that was a very difficult decision, you know, to make and that was my first real defining moment moments as a you know, making a decision. Sure. Because my you know, here I am with a 10th grade education. All I know how to do is make eyeglasses and work at a restaurant. Mm. You know, and so my decision was that, you know, I can't let these people take my dream away. You know, even though I don't have the education, you know, I didn't know God at the time, but I just stepped out on faith. Yeah. In, in that moment, given that you were running a business, uh, making eyeglasses, that was that was pretty successful, um, even though you had started out, uh, you know, obviously raised in a family that had a restaurant in Tampa, what made you? make that decision obviously in retrospect you made the right decision you got restaurants everywhere uh you got documentaries now being made about your family journey um but what made you in that moment butch make that decision you know you know when i made you know i i was a i was a compulsive gambler growing up Mm -hmm. as a teenager you know i saw my father you know, you know, and that was one of the things that he did was gambling, and I thought gambling was a good thing, but it really was ended up not being a good thing for me. But I think during that time of, of being a gambler, you know, prepared me for that deci- that first, you know, defining moment decision that I was going to have to make. You know, and I just said, well, hey, I'm just going to take a chance. Mm. You know, you know, you know, because I know how to make people see. I know how to do things with the, you know, you know, in the optical lab that, you know, during that time, everybody couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, God had just gifted me to do that. Right. And 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 I said, well, you know, I could always get a job in a lab, I believe, you know, you know, doing something in the lab. So I decided to just take a chance. You know, I wasn't making enough money. You know, you know, I had enough money in the company to make it for about a year, mm-hmm. and I decided to just leap out. You know, yeah. and 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 take that chance. And 
you know, I had to let everybody, a few people that I did have working, I ended up having to let them go, you know. But, you know, I never forget, and I knew uh, when I opened up Butcher Slide In, I opened up on a Friday. I took a week off from work, opened up on a Friday about 11 o'clock in the morning, stayed open to 4 o'clock the next morning. Mm. And all I did was $150 worth of business. Mm. So let me ask you this then, Butch. Were there, were there moments <laughs> were there moments where you thought you'd made a wrong decision leaving the optical lab? Oh, it was a lot of moments. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of moments because, I mean, it was, it was never no money. Yeah. No. You know, you know I, when I was getting a paycheck, I always had enough money to take care of everything. Yeah. Because, you know, I was making enough money on the job to take care of the business and me. Right. You know? So it was always enough. But then when I let the job go, it was never enough money. Yeah. I told somebody the other day, and I find myself saying this all the time. People always ask me, Tabis, how's the radio station coming along? And I tell them uh, all the indicators are pointing in the right direction. But let me be clear. A startup is a startup is a startup. I don't care if it's called Butch's Slide In or KBLA Talk 1580. A startup is a startup is a startup. And everything that Butch just said, I can say amen to. We'll continue when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. That's all. Let's unpack a little bit more with Tavis Smiley. The conversation continues right now. Right now. Right now. I guess it's Shelly Butch Anthony, and I am delighted to have him on this program. There's a documentary uh, about to break. Uh, about the journey of his family, uh, and they uh, have quite quite the story. He is the uh, the founder, the creator, the owner of This Is It, uh, the uh, the food chain uh, that is fastest growing in the uh, Atlanta area. And I'm again delighted to have uh, Butch on this program. So Butch, uh, I was we were laughing a moment ago. It, it wasn't funny. But we were laughing about those days when you thought you might have made a mistake by leaving the lab. Uh, and going into the kitchen, as it were, uh, when did you know, conversely, that you had made the right decision? You know, you know, I didn't know I had made the right decision until maybe in 1987 mm-hmm. when I had tried everything that I knew how to do. Nothing worked until I found Christ. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a it wasn't an immediate fix. It wasn't you know where all the people start coming, but I just felt a different type of peace in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, because one thing is for sure, America was not built for black entrepreneurship. That's for sure. You know, it it's a serious struggle there, you know, and the struggle is real, you know, and a lot of times, you know, you know, as you say you know, you know, you know, going into business is, is, is something totally different, you know, for a black man. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, I had to work, you know, and do things. I had to keep up my name. That was the first thing that God gave me when he saved me was the value of a good name. Mm-hmm. And God told me back then that if your name, your name has to be first good enough to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Then it's got to be good enough to do business amongst men you see every day, you know. And that was my first charge from God was to get my name right and keep my name right because of my journey, yeah. you know. And that was, you know, that was in my spirit in 1987. So I did all I could do to get my name right. 
you know, because I knew that that was something that I had to do. Right. It being in the restaurant business, when you buying stuff from vendors and different people, you know, you know, you can't you can't pay for everything always at the back door. Yep. You know, sometimes you know you got to be able to sign your name. <laughs> you can't pay for everything at the back door. Sometimes you got to sign your name. So I'm, I, I I hear the story of you getting your name right. My question is, uh, how long did it take you to get the food right? Because everybody in Atlanta now loves your stuff. Restaurants everywhere in the South. But how did you get the food right, Butch? You know, you know, you know, Tavis. You know, when I used to when I used to cook the meat. I used to talk to the meat. Oh yeah. I used to I used to rub that meat. I used to rub that seasoning in the meat, and I used to tell that meat how I wanted it to taste and how I wanted it to bring the customers back. You know, and and, and it did just that. You know. You know, I mean, that was. Some people think I'm crazy when I say that, yeah. but I actually used to. I used to rub that meat, you know, methodically rub it, and put myself in it. I I, I have heard I have heard many people say uh, that uh, you got to put love in your food, man. And and my, my mother's a perfect example of that. When you taste the food, you taste in the love. There's just so much love, and that's why we love soul food. I mean, there's so much love that goes into making soul food. But Butch is coming a whole nother way now. Butch is talking about talking to the food. Uh, and only oh, Butch... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, when we come forward, our remaining moments are with, with Shelly Butch Anthony. I'll tell you about the documentary uh, that they have done now about his life, his work, and his witness. You're listening to Shelly Butch Anthony on KBLA Talk 15. Still laughing, Butch, because uh, I, I guess that's been my problem. This weekend when I'm at the stove, I'm going to do what you do and see if my stuff turns out like your stuff. I'm going to start talking to my food while I'm prepping. I guess that's the problem. I ain't been talking to it, and maybe that's why <laughs> Maybe that's why you it's know, not <laughs> coming out right, man. You know, Tab, as long as, you, long as it don't answer you back, then you're in good shape. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, but that I, I should have expected it from, from Butch giving his sense of humor. All right, Butch, I got three you minutes. Know, you, yeah. know, you, you know, you know, Tab, I got to give you the flip side of the restaurant. Right. In and in, in, in two thousand, God gave me it was he, he told me that it was time for us to own the dirt. Yeah. You know? So it's more to us than just selling food in the restaurant. A part of a part of our journey and my name being right is the ability to own the dirt. Oh yeah. You know, and that's and that's what you know, you know, that's a big part of that's what it. we are doing today is yeah. owning the dirt. You know, the bank said it in, in 20 when the pandemic hit that we was crazy. And God had pushed me to go and build a shopping center. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the bank said that we was crazy for doing it, trying to do it in that time. But God said do it. But, you know, we built a shopping center during the, during the pandemic. We expanded the business during the pandemic when over 100,000 restaurants had closed permanently. You know, God had made a way for us to do things that nobody else could do and nobody could understand how we were doing. Won't he do it? So won't he do it, Butch? Won't, won't he do he it? do it yeah. every time. Let me, every time. Let me say a word about this documentary. I got two minutes left, and I don't want to get this uh, miss uh, right. the opportunity to get this out before you before you before I lose you here at the top of the hour. So the documentary, there's, doc, there's a documentary done about the life uh, and the legacy ongoing of one Shelly Butch Anthony and all that they've accomplished uh, in these uh, restaurant this restaurant chain that's fast growing all over uh, the South. Uh, the documentary is produced by Tammy Williams, a sister who owns her own 
own production company, own studio in Atlanta, $135 million production studio. So Tyler Perry ain't the only one down there doing doing big things. Uh, the premiere will be at Atlanta's fabulous Fox Theater. I've been on that stage any number of times. Love the Fox Theater in Atlanta. The documentary features a lot of great people who love uh, uh, Butch's food, from Bruce Bruce to Brian Jordan to CeeLo Green to Deontay Wilder, all kind of folk featured in this documentary uh, testing uh, to the to the work and the witness and the love that goes into the food prepared by Shelly, Butch Anthony, and all those who work with him. So, uh, Butch, congrats on the documentary. You must feel good about this, man. Oh, yes. This is a highlight moment in our life. And, I, and, and the name of the documentary is This Is It, The Miracle of Barbecue. There you go. Not just This Is It, but The Miracle of Barbecue. You know, there's a miracle in what we've been able to do that God has put, you know, in our walk to do. So this documentary is going to tell a huge story, you know, and it's going to encourage a lot of people. So I don't care where you are in the world. It would behoove you to get on a plane and come to Atlanta (laughs) June 11th to see this documentary. It's God told me don't charge nobody nothing. It's free to the public. There you go. Just come and see what God has done. At Atlanta's fabulous Fox Theater, June the 11th, this is it, the miracle of barbecue. And uh, make uh, do, do yourself a favor. When you're, when you're in Atlanta, don't just go see the documentary. Get you some of that this is it good food, uh, and you will not be disappointed. I can assure you of that. Butch, congratulations, man. I got to run. Thanks for your time. I appreciate you, sir. Don't forget, Tavis, they can walk the red carpet. There you go, with Butch. <laughs> I love it. That's our show for today. Thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow, the best of Tavis Smiley on KBLA Talk 1580. Time now for the uh, midday money chain. Up next, the Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson, followed by Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Anajah Roberts. Old money, new money. Either way, we got you covered here on KBLA Talk 1580. Until the best of Tavis Smiley tomorrow morning, thanks for tuning in. And as always, keep the faith. <laughs>